Well, good morning, my friend. It is Thursday morning, and welcome to the Pastors Podcast. Good to have you along with me this morning as we start getting towards the end of the week. I hope you had a wonderful midweek service last night. Had another good service, good crowd, and great truth taught about the prince about the clock principle. And those who missed out certainly missed out on the truth that could have helped any relationship and especially marriages. And um, but anyway, I'm glad that you're with me this morning as we. Um, get into the pastor's podcast and talk about another truth that can help us um, in this thing of, of life. I want to talk to you, though, today about, about, being, about being the king's delivery service. In 2 Chronicles chapter 30 and verse 10, the scripture says, So the posts passed from city to city through the country of Ephraim and Manasseh, even unto Zebulun, but they laughed them to scorn and mocked them. Now, Hezekiah understood the importance of the Passover. Now, one of, his great, one of the great acts that he performed was this observance of the Passover. He desired, Hezekiah desired, that everyone would come to this great observance of the feast. Now, Hezekiah could have, now he had the right to order everyone to come because he was the king. But he wanted everyone to have free choice to come and observe the Passover. To invite people to come, he sent posts from city to city through the country to invite everyone to come. Now, what shocks me about this is that the posts were not received with gladness by everyone. Rather, some of the people laughed them to scorn and mocked them. Now, certainly, these posts could have quit inviting people because of how people received them. But they understood their commission from the king to invite everyone to this great feast. Now, you are simply a post for the king of kings. Um, when I look at this story, I think of Hezekiah representing King Jesus. A post is simply a delivery service. In other words, your God's delivery service to invite people to a supper that will be put on one day in heaven. The fact that people don't accept you is not your problem. It's their problem. Certainly, Jesus could have made everyone come to his feast. But he gives people a free choice to come. Now, because people have that free choice, there will be some who will laugh at you and think that you're a fool. There are some who will mock you and call your message a shame. But you cannot take it personally when people do this because they're not mocking or laughing at you, they're mocking and laughing at the one you represent. Now, if you were delivering money from King Jesus to these people, they would readily accept you, but it's the message of salvation that they're rejecting, not you. Now, no one may ask how many really showed up to this feast because that, that has got put on. Because verse 11 tells us, nevertheless, divers of Asher and Manasseh and of Zebulun humbled themselves and came to Jerusalem. In other words, these posts did not stop delivering the message through some, though some rejected them. In fact, you're going to see that more accepted their message than rejected it. Verse 13 says, and there assembled at Jerusalem much people to keep the feast of unleavened bread in the second month, a very great congregation. So you can see that the post kept going until they had a great congregation gathered to the feast. Now, my friend, 
You cannot focus on those who reject the message of salvation when you're going sowing, for there's going to be many who will receive it if you just keep spreading the message. Someone, so, so someone doesn't receive the message. Don't stop and try to convince or argue with them until they receive it because you've done your job to simply give them the message of salvation. Your job as a soul winner, listen to me now, is not to make people get saved, but it's to give them the message of salvation and let them choose whether or not they want to get saved. Now, when people reject the message, it is their choice. It has nothing to do with your delivery of the message. It has everything to do with the heart of the individual that chooses to accept it or reject it. You have to understand, the, all these posts had different personalities. Some were extroverts, some were introverts. Some were great conversationalists. Others were probably very straightforward to the fact. But it was the fact that they were delivering the message to come to this great Passover is what got people to come. Now, you've got to understand, if you just keep spreading the gospel message and stop focusing on, well, I'm not that good, I'm not this, I'm not that, just get the gospel message out, my friend, and you'll find that there'll be different people who will receive the message until a great congregation is built. Don't let the rejection of the gospel message stop you. People say, how do I build a great congregation? Simply get the gospel out. Just keep on giving it out. Don't stop. Let the gospel message get out. Tell everybody you can. Don't take it personal when they reject you because people reject people that give the gospel message out. If I was to go to everyone's house that rejected me and say, hey, listen, I got a million dollars for you. I want to give to you. Would you come with me so I can give you that million dollars? Here's the proof of it. Can I tell you? Um, they would come. Now, when I go soul winning, I say, would you come and accept Christ as Savior? And I got this New Testament. And I say, hey, hey, here's the proof of it. This is the proof. Now, you've got to understand, my job, I'm simply a delivery boy, a delivery service for Christ, the King of Kings. He's asked me to invite people to this great supper, the great supper that one day is going to happen in heaven. So my job is to tell everybody I can about how to get saved. Stop worrying about if I'm good, if I'm bad, if I'm timid, if I'm bold. Just give it out and give them a chance to get saved. That's all you got to do. If they reject it, go to the next person. Invite them to come. Can I tell you this? If we get everybody in every church to start inviting people regularly to a great supper, that supper, is, that rapture is going to happen one day, and just invite, we could build great congregations all across this old world. If God's people in our independent Baptist churches would get back to this thing of soul winning, stop trying to find the new way. It's still just being a delivery service for the King of Kings that we get the gospel message out. Hey, that's how you build a great delivery service. Everybody's worried about semantics and everybody's worried about the method and the technology and how to do that. No, sir, get it out. Go door to door, go street to street, go person to person, go everywhere you can. Get that message out. And the more we invite, the more the people that are going to come. Listen to me. These posts never knew who was going to come. It's just when the Passover happened, the great congregation was there. You don't know week to week who's going to come. The great congregation's just going to be there. You get it out. Just give it out, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter what your personality is. Get it out! Let's see what God can't do to build a great congregation in every city, 
in every town, in every state, in every country. Let's build great congregations in our independent Baptist churches by this thing called soul winning, inviting people to Christ. Well, my friend, I hope this challenges you today. And I hope today and, and through the rest of this week, you just get out inviting as many people as you can. Anybody can do it. Anybody can. And everybody should. You be that one. Now, let's remember today, though, as we do this, let's remember, let's be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friends.